The Adventures of an NYC Dance Teacher. I'm your co-host, Danielle Colangelo. And I'm your co-host, Tony Williams II. This podcast is all about the adventures that De- the adventures that Danielle and I have as dance teachers and choreographers living here in New York City. We'll be sharing our experiences in all the ridiculous and hilarious truths. With that being said, let's get into today's topic. The Tony Awards and awards in general. So as many of you have known at this point, probably know at this point, the 2020 Tony Awards or American Theater Wing Tony Awards um, were postponed. They traditionally happen in June uh, in New York City and Broadway shut down in March. So because of global pandemic, things were postponed and they were hoping to have it, but it didn't happen. So they're gonna have it sometime this fall. So recently they announced the nominations for the Tony Awards. The problem with this is that Mark, uh, the problem is when it comes to the Tony Awards or theater in New York in general, especially Broadway, no one is really in New York in January, February, and March because it's winter. So you will get the occasional Broadway show to open pre-Christmas to try to get those Christmas numbers. Um, so you'll get a few, you'll get one or two fall openings, but typically, you know, you get shows that are family friendly, you know, so certain shows that aren't necessarily the family friendliest or, you know, there's all like Elf randomly shows up on Broadway every Christmas, you know, like there's always a few Christmas shows that always kind of linger a little lo- around longer or family shows. Like I think Willy Wonka when it was on Broadway or Charlie and Chocolate Factory, whichever one they called it, like it was around for the Christmas season and they did okay. And then they closed shortly thereafter. So like, when you cut to like the second week of March, a lot of things were in rehearsals or previews. Um, yeah, I March in general, March is like, and I'm sure there was like a study done that said like, oh, audiences and tourists, spring breaks, college audition, oh, yeah. beginning of summer, blah, 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 for ticket sales. But March is usually stereotypically a time where you will see previews begin. So previews are like when you can go and buy tickets and sit and watch, but the show is subject to change and things within the show are, are subject to change before it's official opening. And we usually see a lot of openings, a lot in April, but yeah, literally like leading up until the cutoff for the Tony Awards, which I, I'm not sure of the actual date, but up until that date, it you'll see a lot of changes shows. slightly, but it's like sometime in March, like April yeah. and May, you will have shows opening week after weeks. Like you'll yeah, have, so you'll have a two like, opening. So you'll, you'll see like a ton of shows opening because yeah, like like Tony was saying, like there is this kind of this thing where it's like shows usually don't open in the fall because even though the holidays are coming, there's still this like, it's not the rush. The rush is the spring into the summer. Mm-hmm. And if you want your show to be nominated in that year, it's gotta be before a certain date. So on March 25th, I believe it was, Broadway officially went dark. And that meant everyone go home, pack up your stuff. At some point in time, we'll be back. In, well, it was a couple of weeks ago, actually. The Broadway League announced that there was a lot of murmurs and rumors about this because initially they had said January, excuse me, January, 2021. 
But as we all know, we are living in times of COVID and while things are better, I think everyone can agree that even in not so great states, things are better overall, things are not great. We don't have a vaccine yet. We don't have a treatment plan yet. We honestly barely have numbers under control, right? Like in New York, like we're like, I'm like, do not come here, stay away. And I think that's honestly probably part of the reason why the league decided to keep the shows closed because it's also a way of keeping tourists out because we want to make sure that our, our state and our city and everyone in it continues to stay safe and healthy, which I'm hoping that every other single state is doing as well. And it's one of those things across the world. It's one of those things that like, you don't really realize that until we talk about something like Broadway that like so many people that don't live in New York are constantly in New York for Broadway. You know, you have tons of, New, also, New York City is so connected to Jersey, Connecticut, Pennsylvania. Like, so you, DC, you will have people be there like so easily and so readily that, like, it's very hard to, it's very hard to not, like I said, if something like Broadway is open, you're going to have people flooding back because it's just tourist. Yeah. You know? I mean, they had, they had said, you know, months ago that Broadway is one of the, if not the largest boost to New York State's economy. No, absolutely. That's huge, right? That's absolutely insane. So I totally understand a couple of weeks ago, they said now they're pushing back where the first ticket sale will be available for June 1st, 2021. A lot of people freaked out about this. Yes. Well, it is freaky. It's a whole nother six months and they initially said, but I think it, it raises a couple of great points. A, with the grace of God and the universe and anything you believe in, there will be a vaccine coming out soon-ish that it will at least be helpful for those who are um, who are high risk and older, right? Like that's a huge thing if we could get that actually legitimately off the ground and running. It would be a huge thing to truly be able to like have a national mask mandate for even eight weeks and just every single person wearing a mask, like that could be huge. Regardless, let's get off my COVID COVID, um, soapbox. If you're talking about a show happening on June 1st, that means that everyone's going back to work probably March 15th. Yeah. Because we got to rehearse, we got to recast, we have to do- Some of these places have not been in. in, There's so much that goes into prepping a show and making it happen that these people would actually get to go back to work around March 15th, maybe April 1st. That's actually not that much longer than January. So I I think while it hurt and while it was like, damn, like this is real, like this whole like COVID pandemic situation is gonna cost us a whole year. I think it was absolutely the right call. Um, Now back off of of my- No, because I know that I think that it's important to say that just because like, New York is Broadway, Broadway is New York. So all of these things are a contributing factor. So, you know, the call to have the Tony Awards is because the concern is that some of these, some Broadway shows may never return or they may not be in a position to return. Like right now, a show that it's like, I from the people that I know, it's about a 1% chance at this point, um, but it's about a 90 nine percent chance that phantom of the opera will not return after broadway opens because phantom of the opera is 
predominantly a tourist show and it's one of the longest running shows but like they just don't know it's if Phantom... yeah consistently um so like it's it's we don't know if phantom will have the numbers to return and so that's kind of the the issue or the reason why they felt to need to do the tony awards at the end of this in a couple weeks just because they were like we don't know if these shows will happen again or in the instances of broadway plays it happens all the time and this is not new i think we might have touched on this on the podcast before where broadway plays will often be forgotten about if they were like if they open because like plays only run two three months so a play may open in september and close in november and then when you get to tony season come may it's like oh we forgot about this really great play that got great reviews. So like it happens all the time with plays. So I can yeah. understand their concern that like, if we don't acknowledge them now, it may be two years, you know, for certain like um, certain plays that were seen at the end of 2019, if we don't do them until, you know, if there's not a Tony Awards to 2021, those plays may never be acknowledged or have been forgotten. So I- And here's my thing. But- <laughs> Yeah, so I totally understand where they're coming from. I just think that what ended up happening is they ended up only nominating a certain group of shows and people. And we have situations where like Aaron Tavet, who I'm sure deserves the award, but is the only person nominated for best actor in a musical. And so I'm just not sure with, in light of everything happening in the world, the pandemic, the social injustice and, you know, like, Uh, unrest in the not even just our country which like let's be clear our country is like woof we gotta like figure our shit out but like in the world right now I'm just not sure that this was the right path now something that I think could have been beautiful would to be to have some sort of ceremony to not only celebrate these new shows that should have went to the Tony Awards but maybe all the shows right because hearing Mm -hmm. something like there's a chance that a show like Phantom, which is the longest running US Broadway show could close. Let's let's celebrate that, right? And I just think mm-hmm. how wonderful Absolutely. would it have been for people to have a ceremony, get it televised, bring people in to do special performances or have them do performances from their home. like, And then maybe give out special acknowledgements and and awards to those shows that should have been nominated, those people that should have been nominated this year. I just think that could have been a really beautiful place versus we're back to this almost like, we're just gonna do our awards and this competitiveness. Now, I pause. I understand the Oscars, actually did the Oscars do it? Not sure, let's move on. I understand the Emmys just had their virtual awards. Yes. But I think it's a little bit different when TV shows have been running for seasons and seasons and seasons and their production was already at least for the most part done when production was shut down so that the rest of those seasons were still aired, which was then nominated for the fall for the, for the Emmy. So I just think there's like some caveats that are not the same and it's not okay to call it the same. I just, I would have rather seen a really beautiful ceremony. Same. And I agree because like, so there is no best revival of a musical because the three musicals that would have been in that technically would have been four, but West Side Story, I saw in previews, but they were in previews. They were not open. Company was the, the company was in previews. Yep. 
Carolina Change was one day from opening. So, and then the fourth show that got pushed back to 2021 or whatever Broadway opens again is Music Man with Sutton Foster and Hugh Jackman. Um, but so it was supposed to be four shows, but none of these shows were open and the show cannot be nominated if it was not open because the Tony voters don't go see the show until it is, a, it is officially opened. Yeah, so previews don't count. Previews do not count. Um, and also that's just because like shows can change, songs can disappear, characters can disappear, costumes can change. So yep. much happens during previews. Like I've seen a show in previews and then gone back and whole scenes have been deleted and added and all kinds of things. So like, there's just no revival of best musical this time around. So it's like, you could have very easily honored and done a number from West Side Story Company, Carolina Change and Music Man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you could have very easily like gotten them together, had the leads do a song, you know, pick a song from the show, have everyone do it and call it a day. But you know, they just decided not to. And so I'm just kind of like, I'm with Dan. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Or, mm -hmm. or not even that, the Aaron Tivette thing. So he still has to receive 68% of the votes to get the award. So if he doesn't, like, I, and this is why, so when we brought up the topic of doing the Tony Awards, this is why I wanted to talk about just awards in general. Don't get me wrong, I would love to win an award, a Tony Award specifically. And we love a good EGOT, but all of these do is like open doors for you. They don't actually mean anything. Yeah. Actors with Tony Awards still don't book. Actors with Emmys yeah. who don't book or Oscars or Grammys, like they, they're, they're, they are wonderful acknowledgements of, of certain accomplishments, you know, because I will say this, if you rarely does someone get these awards that are undeserving, that did not put in the work to be oh, acknowledged for their work. But like you just said, it's an acknowledgement of their present work, yes. right? I mean, I'm sure that like Meryl Streep is, even has, con you know, stories about how she was up for roles and didn't end up getting them or originally Absolutely. like meeting for a role and she didn't actually get it, right? They're, they're acknowledgements of your present roles, which are incredible. And when we really get those like amazing performances, no matter what the type of award show that just like really hits home and you're like, this is what we call acting. This is why these people do what they do. Mm -hmm. This is why we pay to watch these things. Yep. They should absolutely be acknowledged. I just feel like in this climate, in the fall of 2020, we're so far removed from the Tony Awards season already. There was no need to do this, right? I think it yes. just would have, I agree, have some sort of ceremony numbers done or I understand some of these shows might not open. If you really think these people deserve to be acknowledged for their work, have them be nominated for whether it's, you know, 20, well, it's, you know, not at this point, we're not gonna have a Tony's 2021. It'll be Tony's 2022, unless they move the date to the fall or winter of 2021. Um, because like we said, shows have to open by a certain date. And at this point, no shows will resume, you know, in-person performances until June 1st which is okay. And it shouldn't only be about the Tony Awards theater, right? It shouldn't be about, well, now we're not gonna have a Tony Awards until potentially 
2022, maybe they'll move it to the fall, but still we're going to have to wait like another four months. Like that's not what this should be about. And I just hope that like everyone is recognizing, like this is the time to come together and art is so important and so special in this time. And specifically Broadway has this amazing ability to come back stronger than ever and bring like mm. new light and new hope and new actors and new material and even like newness to old material and just like awesome things out of this. Um, so yeah, I guess we just kind of wanted to like talk about it. It's coming up, bring it to the forefront, all of that. I mean, listen, feel free to like add us, write in if you feel a different way. We'd love to chat about it. Absolutely. And I understand like for some people, they really like being able to watch the, the Tony Awards is something incredible for them. And I, I just think we could have done it a different way. Absolutely. Because I was also that person. Like I, I'm still that person. Like I'm still that kid that like I watched the Tonys to see what shows that I kind of like slept on and that I was like, eh, I don't think I want to go see that. And then I'll see a performance from it and I'll be like, oh, I actually should have seen that. But I just, I wish, and again, this is currently the social unrest and kind of where we are as a society here in America is that like, it does come across rather tone deaf and several of the people that are nominated for best, um, best actor, best actress, several of them are, have literally stated where it's like, they're literally like, that's amazing. Thank you. But like, there's a lot happening in the world that like, the, you know, like a lot of them are like, thank you for the nomination, but also here's links where you can volunteer, donate, blah, 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 you know, like, yeah, it just felt very toned up. And then I also, so one, there's that, but then also to me, like, there have been plenty of great musicals and plays that have gotten snubbed. Absolutely. About this last year, uh, last year or year before, where once on this island, Alex Newell got That's snubbed. Got snubbed. <laughs> got snubbed or uh many moons ago um the adams family not a single tony award and it had bb newworth and nathan lane yeah so, so I, I agree i agree with you on that it's like every year we have plenty of actors and shows and creatives that are snubbed right plenty 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 we talked so, about camille a. brown on the show getting not getting a nomination right so why is it this year we feel like it's super important to make sure that everyone knows who's nominated and i think I agree. It could have been something where, you know, they did some sort of performance ceremony, some sort of thing. Oh, and we're raising money to give to X, Y, and Z charity or Broadway cares. They could have easily given that to Broadway yes. cares and the actors fund. And I just, um, it's just interesting, you know? And I think like, you know, obviously like entertainments and the arts are like, they're coming back. Like there's a freaking TV show shooting in the parking lot across the street from my apartment for like three days. Listen, it's a cop show. There are lots of cop cars involved. There's going to be like a bomb scene because people were dressed up as like bomb squad. Love there it. was a female and a male detective. We know they're detectives because they're, they're in suits chasing someone down the street who is in like a jean jacket and jeans with like a, a red beanie. So whenever you see that show, let us know what it is because I couldn't figure it out from my window. Um, but so like things are coming back, but I guess I just want us like, we've all been through this ins insane time right. and we're going to continue to be going through it for at least an another six months before I think, I believe that we're going to be, that we have about another five to six months until, until we really start to, um, 
like have that like quote unquote normalcy again. I think I think it's not that things are gonna not that things are gonna like get really bad again, but I just think like we are still another. I think we're still another three to five months away from. I think we have to get through the other side. We have to get on the other side of winter. We got it. Yeah, I'm like we just for a couple of milestones. We got to get to January first, 2021, and then we got and then we got to get to March first, and then we have to get to March 31st. I think those are going to be the big because then the weather is changing and all, and so I think those are going to be our three big hit points. And I just want us. I just want the the arts and the entertainment industry to take note of what has happened and try somehow to give back and involve. And it. I think, and I've said this before, and this um, on social media and in just in general, where I've seen this from several people, is that I am not the same person I was at the beginning of this pandemic. Um, my life has changed drastically over this time. My job has changed, both my jobs. Like the, and the art imitates life. So art, there's no way that so many human beings on this planet have been affected by this and art not evolve and change with it. It will, it will. You know? And so that is, that, is what, that is where we're at, where we're like, yeah. you know, the people change. So everything else has to change and adjust with it. Yeah. to grow and evolve and this too shall pass a hundred percent oh absolutely this too shall pass but we're not there quite yet and yeah, i'm so. super interested i'm super interested to see how our movies and our scripts and our characters and our tv shows and our musicals and everything begins to evolve a little differently i said this back in march and i'll say it again i think we're I think we're going to hit a art renaissance that we have not seen since the Harlem Renaissance. Oh yeah. I mean, and just from, this was a joke made back early on in quarantine, but I think it's still true. Like I cannot wait when Broadway is open back up again, because like seven shows a week, seven, eight shows a week. And sometimes more than that, when you add in school performances and matinees and, 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 and uh, fundraiser shows and things like that, like, there's a lot of wear and tear on people on the performers. I have me and Danielle have been there. Like there's a lot of wear and tear when you're doing eight shows a week. Um, so to hear like the opening chords from any of your favorite musicals after all those casts have had time to be, rest. It's gonna be amazing. And like vo the vocal rest, the emotional rest, the physical rest. And then when you add in that factor of I am so ready to do this. Like I am so happy to be able to be back and do this. It's going to be incredible. I like, I'm ready for those standing ovations. I'm ready for those performances. Like I, I thoroughly agree. We are going to hit a Renaissance in the arts that I don't think we've reached in a very long time, just because like things are moving, but nowhere near as expeditiously as they once were. And I think people have taken stock as to what's important to them, what art is important to them about. And so like that, like that's like those creative teams that are writing musicals, not even about the pandemic, like, but those other musicals, those other plays, those other dances that like are gonna come to light because people who previously didn't have time to write or work on their art have had months to do it, weeks yeah. to do it, you know? Like, you know, and so- I know I know we just kind of derailed and we went 
on this thing again. But I think the point of it is like, I think that the Broadway League could have done a little bit better job with this whole Tony Award situation. Yeah. I think there was opportunity to do more. And I absolutely think that people deserve to be acknowledged for the work they've been done, but there was a different way to do it. And that I want them to just know that like, even in little ways, the industry is going to shift when it reopens. And so like, let's not, let's not take light of what's happening around us. Absolutely. Not that I think anyone is, but you know what I mean? All right. Well, with that being said, that brings us to our tip of the week. And for me, for me I, I, my tip is do not take yourself too seriously. So as I have found myself in more boring work meetings and I know what to do with, because still teaching online friends and it's a, it's a journey still. Um, watching like social media creators and content creators like kill themselves to make content right now when they are emotionally and physically exhausted um it's like just like don't take yourself too seriously i watch several um travel uh bloggers or social media people and things like that and so many of them well the ones outside of the united states are enjoying themselves slightly as more things are open across the, the world but a lot of the ones that are like kind of locked down still in the u.s and other parts of the world they're just kind of like twiddling their thumbs and like trying to force content because they're like i'm used to traveling i'm used to being able to post to, because we're traveling but then you have you know but they can't travel right now so it's just a lot of those weird things happening where i'm just like content guys relax like we all know like what's happening like you don't have to stress yourself out just to create art and I say that too even you know we've discussed this before if you don't feel like dancing don't dance you don't feel like singing don't sing you know absolutely um sometimes like the best thing you can do for yourself is sit on the sofa and watch Netflix all day all day or like I've been doing a lot of reading so yeah like it's one of those things of like I just don't don't force yourselves like just enjoy just enjoy it be kind to yourselves guys like you don't have to force it it's all right. What about you? Um, I don't know if I have as much as a tip as I think I just have like a really cool thing that happened and maybe a tip to some teachers out there. No. I as well am still teaching remotely um, and I am mostly che- teaching asynchronously, which means that I am pre-recording and pre-making lessons and then the kids complete them on their own. And I can go back and check their work and check videos. And I'm noticing we have some kids who maybe last year didn't um, dance as much or had an adversary adversary to it or just didn't seem interested, really get excited this year. And like, you know, like when I asked them to like show the dance move they learned or explore a you know, specific concept we talked about that day and record a video of yourself doing it and post it. I'm seeing more kids that, are consistently engaged every week and posting videos who maybe weren't last year. And I think it's like so cool to see. And I'm so excited to like get to at least like teach live over the computer with them at some point um, in the near future. But I guess I'm just like excited to, yeah, I think it's like a, I'm excited and a tip of like, 
don't uh, put anyone in a bucket because I definitely put some of these kids in a bucket last year and I'm seeing a different side of them this year. And um, I'm just happy that they're yes. having fun with it. So, um, and also like, let your kids do their art lessons and their dance and their gym and their theater and their music and their chess and whatever else that they take online, like let them do it because they need it too. And like these, some of these kids just seem so happy to be able to move, you know? Very, so, very true. Yeah. Very, very yeah. true. I had cameras cut on today, this week in my class. And I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. Well, yeah. that's it for us. The curtain has closed in this episode, but we hope that you will join us next week. And every week after that. Episodes come out every Thursday. You can find us on your favorite podcast app. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. We are at Point PYT on all social media platforms. I'm your co-host, Tony Williams II. And I'm your co-host, Danielle Colangelo. See you next week on Point Your Toes, the adventures of an NYC dance teacher.